Hey guys, Mary Zarnecki here. Wanted to welcome you to this week's episode of Sticky Note Marketing. So if you haven't joined me for my weekly live show before, this is Sticky Note Marketing and each week I share with you a simple, actionable tip that can improve your marketing, improve your sales, and grow your connection with your ideal target audience. So one of the things that's been coming up recently when I've been speaking to people at some of the in-person live events I've been to and also in my Facebook group and also just generally in a lot of the entrepreneurial small business owner groups that I'm part of, I keep seeing this question pop up and sometimes it's a concern, sometimes it's a question, sometimes it's a little bit of confusion, but it generally boils down to what's the deal with this niche market, target market, profiling, audience research thing? Why does it matter? What do I do with it? How do I do it? And what is it really gonna do for my bottom line? So here's the thing. If you are a small business owner, entrepreneur, or growing your business, whether it's online, offline, this is a topic for you. If you have put out offers, if you've tried to create content, and you've basically had crickets, that you haven't gotten to the sales results that you want, or no one's responded to the offers or content that you're putting out. So this is especially important for you, even if you've gotten to the point where you're generating sales, and engaging with your ideal target audience, but now you're kind of feeling stuck at a certain level. So listen up if any of those situations pertain to you. So again, if this is your first time here, I'm Mary Zarnecki. I've spent almost 20 years in corporate marketing, growing my career, helping big brands like Johnson & Johnson, WebMD, help get them in front of the audience that needs them most. And now I'm basically taking all of that wonderful experience and strategy to help you grow your business and get in front of the people that need what you have to offer. So today's topic, like I said, is all about answering this concern. What's this target audience profile thing? What's this market research thing? Why do I have to niche? What does it matter? I'm a busy business owner. I've got other things to do, right? So here's the thing. The reason I call this episode and this series Sticky Note Marketing is it's enough information for you just to write on a sticky note. So if you've got your sticky notes, pull them out, grab a pen, and let's get started. So here's the thing. The first thing you want to write on your sticky note is you need to listen to your audience. So here's the thing. If you've been in business for a while, you probably have some past clients and customers. My question to you is when was the last time you surveyed them? You ask them questions about their experience in working with you. Don't make assumptions about why they chose to work with you. What made them tip over to that buying decision, to that purchase point? Don't assume things because you know what assumptions do, right? They make a ASS out of you and me. But when you actually ask your audience, so either surveying your email list, creating a focus group of past clients, or just, oh my gosh, shocker, reaching out to people one-on-one -on -one and having a real human conversation, you might really be surprised what actually made the purchase decision happen for them. You might think it might be price or your customer service level or your years of experience. But when you actually ask your people, you might be shocked to hear that it was something totally different that you didn't expect. And A, you're not including any of your messaging and B, you're not connecting with an audience who has a similar emotional profile. So new 
term. So write down here on your sticky note, emotional profile, because here's the thing, 90% of your connection with your audience, your impact, your success as a small business owner is going to be based on how well you have researched, defined, and taken action on your audience's emotional profile. So all of us probably have a physical profile of the ideal client, customer, or target audience we want to serve, right? We kind of know how old they are, where they live, if you're B2B, what size of a company you're trying to look for, what maybe uh, technology they're using if you're trying to sell a SaaS product or an app or something like that. So you know kind of those physical characteristics. But when I talk about emotional profile, that's what you're trying to get at when you're actually serving and interacting with your audience, right? So number one, talk to your audience, talk to your past clients, customers, people that have actually purchased from you, that have made that value exchange of money for service or product, and find out why they made the purchase decision. What did they like about their experience with you? What did they not like about it? What are areas for improvement, right? Use that information to then create that emotional profile. So you're getting into not just the physical characteristics of these people that you wanna work with and that you wanna serve, but you're getting into that emotional profile. So when I say emotional profile, we're talking about wants, needs, and insights. So here's the thing, there's a big difference between a want and a need, right? So obviously anyone who has little kids knows this, that certain things they want, they do not need. <laughs> so my two boys tell me that they need a lot of things, but I know as their mom, it's really a want, it's not a need. We do not want, uh, we don't need Nintendo Switch. No one really needs Nintendo Switch, but they certainly want it, or at least they tell me that pretty much every day. So when you're thinking about wants and needs and you're kind of starting to build this emotional profile, think about logically they want or they need something, emotionally they want something. So definitely capture those logical needs, but really focus on the wants, what's keeping them up at night, and then take that at level deeper and ask a few extra whys. If you've ever watched my show on the toddler why formula or my test of four whys, you almost even wanna go deeper than want and get to that deep penetrating insight, that, that thing that's really keeping them up at night. But by getting into this want and need that makes up this emotional profile, all of a sudden you're gonna be able to connect with your audience and communicate with them in a more compelling way. So on your sticky note, you've got talk to your past clients, number one. Number two, use information to create emotional profile, right? Wants, needs logical, emotional. So we also wanna start capturing hot button issues. So this can be things that you gather from those informational interviews or uh, focus groups or kind of surveys that you're doing with your past clients, but start looking at their hot button issues. So I'm gonna give you a great example from the childcare space. So as you know, I am a mom of two boys, five and seven. And when we started looking at childcare, there were a vast plethora of options, right? I mean, there's all sorts of different uh, childcare facilities, individual, in-home, nanny options, it boggles the mind, right? So it's something that I never thought of as a single young female. Um, but here's the thing, there are gonna be different needs and wants 
when it comes to childcare facilities, right? So I needed to make sure that there was a responsible individual taking care of my children when I couldn't have my eyes and my focus on them, right? When I needed to be at work. So, but here's the thing, you have to break it down. So if you are a child care provider, either individual or facility, it's not just about addressing that need, right? Everyone needs um, responsible childcare. I need to know my child is safe. I need to know that they're being well taken care of, right? But then there's gonna be that want level and that's where we wanna dig in. Because when people talk about niche market or target audience profiling or audience selection, this is where the juicy parts come in, is because you wanna figure out what the want is, not just the need, but the want. So what do they want? What's keeping them up at night? What are those insights keeping them up at night? That's that layer below the want. So for example, in the childcare example, case study, you could say, say you've got a really young set of parents, right? They've had their kids super young, um, they've got a young baby, they need to go back to work, but they're, they're lower income, right? They're gonna be very price conscious. And so if you are a childcare facility or individual childcare provider, and you're targeting that kind of younger parent, price sensitive person, your message is all gonna be about price, that because that's their hot button issue. And essentially, no, no magic to this, that becomes your niche. Those become your people. Now you not only know what they look like physically, they're young, household income, all of those physical kind of features, but now you know that their want is something that's price conscious because they want security that their children are being taken care of, but they have this financial responsibility, right? Now, think about a second segment, a segment that might actually be maybe a little bit older. So maybe they started their family a little bit later, they're a little higher income, might be an executive income, they had their kids when they're later, later in their 30s or early 40s, but still young baby, so they still need kind of that personalized um, focus where you have maybe a really low ratio of providers to individual children, but now they're not so price conscious. They may be more focused on what is the full experience and what is that ratio and how personalized is the experience and how maybe um, sensitive you are to maybe food allergies or all these other things that would demand a higher level of service and a higher price point. So this might be a higher income target audience that still has young, young children. So similar care profile, similar need, but the want is different. The insight is different because they are not price as price sensitive, but they're focused on this additional want and desire to make sure that they have a customized experience for their young child, right? Now consider an even different profile, which maybe is now an older couple or they're moving on in age or uh, in their careers and their children are also getting a little bit older. So they still need childcare, but they're definitely not price sensitive. And the thing that they're really concerned about is as their children are getting older, is all of a sudden their thing that's keeping them up at night is, oh my God, is my kid gonna get into college, right? So even though their kid's only seven, maybe they're really worried about the educational experience that their child is having on a day-to-day -day basis in that environment, that daycare environment. So all of a sudden, if that's your niche, if that's the emotional target hot button that you want to fulfill with your business, that you have a passion and a service and a, an actual value to provide, then here's the deal. Your messaging is not going to be about price. It's not necessarily going to be about those customized experiences that was appealing to group number two. Your messaging is going to be all about that 
educational profile? What kind of new experiences and educational uh, certifications maybe do your providers have? Hey, thanks for jumping in and watching live. Um, so then all of a sudden that gives you freedom to mesh it specifically to this target audience profile that you have now created that has this very specific defined defined want and need. So if this is making sense to you, drop me a comment down below and let me know what specific market niche you're serving. Cause I would love to hear how you guys have defined it for yourself or drop me a comment below and say, you know, I think it's this, but could I make that a little more specific or how do I drop that to a more specific level? So feel free to drop me questions below. Hey, thanks for jumping on live ladies. Um, so here's the thing. This doesn't have to be complex. Creating this emotional profile definitely doesn't have to be complicated. The only thing you have to do is start somewhere, right? So we wanna make sure that we're starting somewhere so that we can be more savvy, more specific, and more connected to our audience and be more compelling in our messaging and our offers for them. Because here's the thing, if you're trying to be everything to everyone, no one is gonna be listening, right? So who's heard that before? Okay, so here's the thing. If you want to position your business, your offer, your services, your products in front of the uh, the target audience that you are going to enjoy serving the most, it's your responsibility to ask them those questions. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. I gave you three specific things to write on your sticky notes today. If you're just jumping in now, feel free to watch the replay. But we talked about the fact that you need to be talking to your past clients and customers to dig into this insight and emotional profile. Number two is have those conversations. Figure out why did they buy from you? What made them make that final decision? What did they love about their experience in working with you? And what about that can help you fill out that number two emotional profile? And then third, but not the final, we're gonna continue this next week, is gonna be figuring out, okay, what are the hot button issues that you captured, right? Catalog all of them, right? Download all of them, but pick one because the one is where the magic happens. Because the more you can focus, the more you become an expert, not just in everything, you become an expert and people love working with experts. So, um, oh sweet, okay, so we've got a couple people jumping in. So, Lucia says product business owners, one to 10 million, awesome. So I would almost invite you to break that down because I'm sure if someone's making a million dollars versus 10 million dollars a year, they've got different things keeping them up at night, right? One might be about growth, one might be about a whole nother ball game, right? So I'd almost invite you to check that out and like dig into that deeper and break it down to a different level. Small team, big growth, rough inventory. <laughs> Not sure what rough inventory means, <laughs> but yes, you've got the idea. Right? So we want to break it down to the best possible ability. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't serve multiple niches. So if you found, for example, that yes, the one to five million versus, you know, five to 10 million people had very different things keeping them up at night, that doesn't mean you have to pick one. It just means that when you're messaging, when you're talking, when you're creating content for one, it has to be different than for the other. So for a lot of small business owners, that's too much work. <laughs> but if it's in your heart to serve that broad of an audience and to serve those multiple niches, more power to you, girl. All right, so here's the deal. Again, key here is to focus on what they want, not what they need and not just their physical profile. But you want to, yes, you're an inventory consultant. Okay, right, <laughs> that makes sense. Awesome, thank you. 
Um, so yes, so when it comes to the fact that you want to get in front of these people, you want to focus on what they want, what's keeping them up at night, and develop this emotional profile because this is going to be the key to making it easy to create content offers and messaging that are going to compel your audience to work with you. So yes, but again, as an inventory consultant, I would be asking you what levels of inventory change that experience of you know, worry or what different levels are they dealing with that is going to cause different wants or needs. So, if, you know, I'm just thinking back to my experience at Johnson and Johnson when we were dealing with, you know, one product that had 200 SKUs versus another brand that only had three SKUs. So that was an entirely different nightmare that each one of those brand managers was having at night, right? So that's something that I would invite you to think about is just kind of break it down to the level of literally if your client was waking up screaming about something in the middle of the night, how would it differ depending on different characteristics or different segments of the market that you serve? Does that make sense? All right, sweet. So that's about it. All I have for you guys today on this topic for sticky note marketing. Thank you guys again for jumping in live with me today. Please drop any questions you've got below in the comments. I would love to come back in and answer those for you. If you'd like to continue the conversation, the link above or the link below will actually send you over to our Facebook group. So I have created this community specifically to support small business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, people with small teams, mid-sized teams, growing large teams, people who want to have a large team and basically support you in doing marketing more simply more with a more savvy touch and so it doesn't have to become overwhelming but it stays effective so jump in join us in the group continue the conversation over there and I look forward to supporting you and I'm here cheering on you your business success and hope you have a great Thursday cheers guys see you next week